0: We're here bridging the gap between riding and wellness.
1: Discussing topics related to mindset, fitness, nutrition, and community.
0: Our mission is to promote health and happiness through our love of horses.
1: I'm Emily Hamill and I'm an advanced level eventer, dedicated yogi and meditator, self-improvement enthusiast, and plant-based athlete. And I am enjoying being home in Pennsylvania.
0: I'm Tyler Held, and I am a professional groom with a master's degree in sports psychology. I'm a fitness and nutrition enthusiast focused on positive thinking and motivating others. And I am also really excited that we're back in Pennsylvania. Just, I love Aiken, but it feels good to be back in the swing of things.
1: Yeah, definitely. It just, there's a different vibe up here, and I like it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how how has the month been going for you, Emily?
1: It's good. It's been a little bit busy with jersey fresh last week um that was it was a good showing it was like my first real outing on barry since pine top with all my back issues but now we're all sorted barry felt great he was on it in the jumping so uh yeah
0: yeah no i and i had i was also at jersey um with jenny which felt like a clean slate after the carolina um
1: It was, like, your actual first event.
0: I, like, this was my first show with Jenny. We're just going to forget that Carolina ever happened, and um, it was a great start, and I'm really excited for our future together. We've got some really nice horses and just a lot of really, really great people involved um, as well. So it's it's exciting to be a part of, for sure.
1: And um, I think we should give out a shout-out to... The Boringer Ingleham, I'm not even saying that correctly. I don't, I've
0: never been able to pronounce the that. The
1: drug company that <laughs> sponsored Jersey Fresh. BI. BI. Let's just call it BI. But they had this amazing like rider hospitality tent. Oh yeah. And they kept us fed and hydrated all weekend long. It there was, was like
0: bananas and salads, which like wonderful, love. My, the fresh fruit and vegetables.
1: Yeah. My favorite was the oatmeal in the morning because that's, like, my jam every day. So it was nice that it was there because otherwise horse show breakfast can be questionable. So. Yeah,
0: I'll get after them for the, the amount of Coca-Cola that was there. Like, eventually, yeah. we're going to be at horse shows where nobody's drinking soda. Like, I I dream of a day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there will come a day when there's no soda. Um, Yeah, and then they also had, like, a... Uh, like a gym tent set up i didn't actually make it to it
0: yeah i i unfortunately wore jeans that day but i yeah. would have totally hit it up um, but but, i
1: think that's a good yeah. thought and i like that things are headed in that direction so
0: for sure for yeah. sure
1: anyway um so i guess tyler how have your goals been going for the year
0: okay so exciting goals that i have checked off this month um I took a jiu-jitsu class, which like was one of my it was supposed to be one of my random, easy attainable goals, like just go take a jujitsu class. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Like one and done. Just one and done. Yeah. Well,
0: the the place in Kennett Square, which is called Revolution Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and they do um, kickboxing and stuff too, mm-hmm. they had a free trial. So I convinced my coworkers to go with me on this free trial of jujitsu and they had said 7 online and then we walked and the door said 7 30 and we were like oh crap like we have a half an hour so we literally yeah. walked to Rite Aid and we're messing around in Rite Aid and by the time we got back you know we showed up at 7 20. Well yeah. the class actually did start at 7 it just the door uh-huh. was wrong so there's our the, that's really
1: embarrassing. There's just
0: like grown men like rolling around and like fighting with each other I was like I don't know if we can go in like I was really nervous I was like this is my I'm goal like, I'm uncomfortable but I'm also not really sure yeah. about this and whatever we were like okay like let's just go in and it was super cool they were really nice to us really yeah. inviting um and it was a free week trial so I just kept going back and by the end of the week I was like wow, this is really great. Yeah. And so I've been, like, doing jiu-jitsu, like, three or four times a week now.
1: Right, and so now that's part of your routine.
0: Yes, that is yeah. part of my routine.
1: Um, someday, guys, I think we're going to see Tyler, like, in the cage fighting. Like, I see that coming next at some point. I
0: don't know. So the, the one of the instructors at the... Um, I don't even know if if it's a gym or a dojo or what it's supposed to be called. I I could
1: not tell you. It's
0: right next to Yoga Secrets, if you've ever been there. Um, But, you know, she started in her 30s and, like, is now, like, a world champion, like, went to the Pan American Games and stuff like that. So it's super cool to see that. And um, I really have enjoyed it because it is a lot of, like, mindfulness and body awareness of... It's not necessarily about being strong, but it's about mentally knowing what's going to happen next and your opponent. And like moving around like that teaches you body awareness that is very applicable to being in the horse world too. Like when you're lunging a horse, even the slightest like move of a shoulder is huge. And I have struggled with my own body awareness in the past. So to be able to incorporate an activity that I enjoy and like get some exercise from that I can feel like I'm going to benefit my horse life yeah. with is fantastic. So
1: that's awesome. I
0: checked off a goal and I got a new hobby. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I have time for, <laughs> I don't more have
1: time for this. hobbies, but You're we're going to talk priority.
0: about lifestyle design yeah. and how you can fit in time for all these hobbies today. Like, why not? We'll just do it all. Just, so like, add
1: in some more stuff.
0: Um, So, no, that was was really great. And then the other thing that I did goals-wise is um, I really wanted to give some sort of public speech. It's on my bucket list, not my goals for the year, but Mm -hmm. my bucket list to give a TED Talk. So, any sort of public speech was kind of my gateway drug into, like, maybe giving my TED Talk someday. And so, I had my... um, Little sports psychology clinic at Rolling Hills Ranch um, Mm -hmm. over in Maryland. And it was a great farm, great group of people. I, you know, kind of winged it a little bit because.
1: What was your first one? It was my first one.
0: And I think I had some moments where I stumbled over myself a little bit, but I was always able to bring it back. And I just had a really great connection with all of the people in the room because any setting like that, you realize that. At the end of the day, you all are in the horse world, and there's, you know, you just understand each other on some level being a part of
1: horses. Well, and everybody that was there clearly wanted to learn about what you were talking about, so, like, it doesn't matter if it wasn't perfect, like, I'm sure they got everything... Well, not – you know, they got a lot out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And um, you have – it's like a series, right? Yeah, So you're doing two, yeah. two more, I think? Yeah, so yeah. we're doing
0: one a month, so the next one's on June 17th, and then I'll do one in July. Um, and they're going to kind of build on each other, but also I realize that not everyone's going to come to all three, so different topics in, in each, yeah. but building and growing and, you know, just trying to help people enjoy riding, yeah, really. Yeah,
1: because that's what it's all about, so – well, cool.
0: What about you, Emily? Let's talk about some of your goals.
1: Well, I haven't really checked off more of my goals, but I'm taking steps to like be able to check them off.
0: I feel like this is a trend, because I think you said exactly the same thing in last Did month's I? episode. But Well,
1: some of the things I can't do, like they're not easy checkoffs. Okay, fair I'll enough. Leave, like there are, there's like one or two easy ones that I should well, We have like, to take a vegan, a vegan cooking, cooking cl- class. class. Yeah, And I think, I'd have to look at my list again. But one of my goals is to take a week-long vacation with PJ, who is my husband. Um, anyway, our friends Ollie and Catherine are getting married in Wales in September. Okay. So we're planning our trip for that, um, which is really exciting because PJ and I, like, we've traveled around in the country, but we haven't traveled Outside of the country. I mean, we have, but not together. Right. You know, so this will be like our first international trip together. And um, we're trying to plan some little mini vacays, like kind of go do other things while we're there since it's so easy to get around in Europe. Um, we're going to visit his family in Southampton. And then I think we're going to try to get up to Scotland for a couple days um, and do some touristy things. And then the wedding is in Wales. So, that will be awesome.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's so important. Like, and just as far as, like, lifestyle balance goes to have something to look forward to that's not the horses. Not that we don't look forward to spending time with our horses every single day, but...
1: I'm excited to, like, do something completely different. And Mm -hmm. the wedding is, like, a really proper British wedding, English. But I don't really know exactly what it is, but it's something very proper and like we have to wear the guys are wearing morning suits and then the girls have to wear fancy dresses with like hats so this is going to be fun for me because it's going to be an excuse to go shopping
0: excellent i don't know what a morning suit is but time will tell like
1: the tails and like a hat okay i'm pretty sure that's what it's called i should have checked before i just opened my mouth but i'm pretty sure that's what it's called Um, so, and then another one of my goals for the year is, um, to sell a horse with PJ. Again, these are all very husband related goals, (laughs) but, um, we actually just got a nice horse today, which is exciting. Um, he's a five year old Swedish warm blood. He's like jet black and beautiful. Um, and he came with the name Rocco, but PJ decided to call him Pedro. And so it's kind of stuck. So I think we're gonna keep calling him Pedro.
0: I love that. Sometimes I don't read these notes very thoroughly, and I just find out this information
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> as as this podcast is happening live. Congratulations! Yeah. I didn't know that went through. Well,
1: it literally just happened today. There you go. So, um, we still have to vet him, but I think that should be all good. But we have him in our possession. Hopefully, things will go well on the vetting. And then we'll put a little training into them and find them a nice new home. So
0: okay, that's all. We're, positive. What about a yeah. what about on the negative oh, side of things? Emily? Yeah, I have
1: a goal demerit, and I'm really upset about it. So one of my goals was to do the Insight Timer, like meditate daily on it, and I've been so good. I've racked up like almost two hundred straight days because I started a little bit before the beginning of the year and the saturday of jersey i got up early uh-huh. and i did my yoga but i had to do it in the room and i was sharing a room with emma and so like i was like doing my yoga quietly and i forgot earbuds so then i like after i was done doing yoga i meditated but not to insight timer uh-huh and then i was like oh later in the day i'll just do a short meditation
0: Four hundred and twenty days, I don't want baby. To see that. I'm
1: so mad at myself. So anyway, long story short, I didn't record my meditation on Insight Timer, so I went back to one and now I'm at like three consecutive days. I'm so upset with myself. But at the same time, that's really trivial. Like what is a You
0: did meditate. You just I did didn't, meditate, I just didn't You do broke the, the streak.
1: Thing. I broke I broke the streak, but not really, but I did. I don't have anything to show for all my hard work, but that's okay. Life goes on. I'll get up to 200 again. All right. So.
0: Great. Yeah. Excellent. So. Now it's time for... Books,
1: books, books! Books, books, books! <laughs> that's our favorite. Um, okay, so this month, well, not really this month. I finished it a little bit ago, but... Um, one book that I read and really liked was called Outer Order, Inner Calm and it's by Gretchen Rubin who's, I really like her work she's a good author she does a lot of work on like happiness and just like human nature and that sort of thing but anyway um, the book is about decluttering and organizing to make more room for happiness and it just was like an easy read. It was fun. It like gave you some tips on how to declutter and like make your life more organized. Um, and I found it really motivating. It made me want to get up and do some, you know, clearing. So um, and one of the best tips I found in there was when you're going through stuff and you're trying to like get rid of things you ask yourself three questions do i need it do i love it do i use it and like that is surprisingly useful asking those three questions right and it's really good so cuz if you don't say yes to any of those like get rid of it what's what do you need it for well
0: and i i actually didn't read this book but i've listened to a couple podcasts recently that she's yeah. been interviewed in and um she you know obviously says that topic and that's great for like kind of going through your horse trailer oh yeah do i need it do i love it do i use it yeah there are a lot of things that we hold on to that like maybe we need this one day or like the random things that you end up like okay jersey fresh you're wonderful but like how many little things of hand sanitizer do yeah. we need like we end up with a lot of like little tidbits like that and don't really need it don't really love it probably not going to use it yeah unfortunately like i hate throwing things away but
1: and it's yeah but it's amazing how much you can accumulate yeah if you just keep
0: holding on to that stuff oh my god
1: and i mean the the key is is like don't take things in the first place if you don't need it use it or love it yep so which is easier said than done when you're um getting like all these free goodies at events and like they just become yours and then you have to figure out what to do with them but um which is great don't get me wrong but um yeah so those are three helpful questions and then another thing that i found really um useful in her book was this kind of idea of spending out so um I, I really struggle with this because, like, I'll get something nice and I want to save it for, like, a special occasion um, or something. You know, like, I don't use it because I'm like, oh, this is this is really special. I'm going to wait to use this china until the queen comes over or something. Right. You know, and you're Clearly. like, that's <laughs> never going to happen. Let's just use it. Um, so, but, you know, that day may never come so you should enjoy that those things for as long as you can. And, um, like, one example, we got a bunch of nice bottles of wine for our wedding. Well, not wine. Sorry. Champagne. And, like, it's just been sitting in our refrigerator because I'm like, we need this special day to open and drink it. And, like, so we have three bottles of super nice champagne, and we just need to freaking use it. Just, just you know? pop, just, pop, pop, pop that cork. Pop that cork. So, so next time something, like, even remotely exciting happens I think we're gonna I like that if I drank
0: champagne I would think of some silly excuse to like have you open that bottle but I I won't yeah I mean I personally
1: I have a birthday coming up that's not when
0: is your birthday
1: (laughs) Tyler (laughs) it's May 21st but It's okay. I don't know your birthday either. I know, like, the general timeline, end of summer.
0: July 29th.
1: Middle of summer. (laughs) Anyway, so lesson learned, spend out, use your things.
0: Excellent, excellent. Um,
1: Tyler, what about you? What kind of books have you been reading?
0: Well, I was inspired by um, some of the horsemanship that we're working on with our horses to read the man who listens to horses, which Mm -hmm. actually your husband also told me about Monty Roberts. Um, and so I, I had gotten that book and sometimes I don't, you know, like my reading is my time away from my horses. And sometimes I don't want to read a horse book, but I, I actually did really enjoy it because it was, um, not only like the story of his life, but, also into like how he learned body language and everything like that it was just super cool to um you know I always love hearing people's backstories basically and um I mean it was sad like his dad like hit him when he was a kid and his dad was an abusive trainer as well like the old-fashioned like you just hit the horses beat them into submission and stuff like that and as a kid he was also beat into submission by his father and kind of had this revolution of like it doesn't have to be like this with horses or with people and that was pretty spectacular yeah that's powerful yeah um and then the other book that I read, which I read more than this, these two, but, you know, we'll just talk but, about these two. Yeah. <laughs> books, books, books.
1: We're not going to go on for a whole podcast. On books.
0: our next <laughs> podcast, books, books, books.
1: The whole episode. We'll just talk
0: about books. Yeah. Um. But I, I read um, Ronda Rousey's book, which she's like a champion world fighter. Mm-hmm. of sorts mixed martial arts and, and stuff it's called my fight your fight and again um just about her backstory and she had gone to the olympics for judo and she got a bronze medal mm-hmm. um but she never clinched that olympic gold and that kind of hung over her um and i don't know i think it it's always really interesting from like the psychology perspective of Most people that go to the Olympics, whether they do well or don't do well, like usually end up in some sort of awful depression afterwards because you're like working your whole life towards this goal. And then when it's over, you don't really know like what's What's next. Exactly. Um, And so you kind of get to follow her story and like see some dark times in her life. And I mean, at one point she's working three jobs. She's driving an hour. Um, just to like stay the night at her boyfriend's house waking up at three in the morning to go train and yeah um, it's it's interesting how she structures her life and um, one of the biggest things that I've learned in my journey of studying these high performers and like the best in the world is like there is like such a dark side to achieving the highest levels yeah, and Um, a lot of times like health is sacrificed and you know especially with fighting or judo or whatever when you're trying to make weight it's like you know you're basically starving yourself and running around and
1: or like jockeys.
0: Yes jockeys as well you know same thing anything where you're like trying to make a weight yeah. Um, and I personally don't think that like that's how I want my life to be designed and I think I've come to terms with like if that means that I'm not going to be like world class champion at something like that's yeah. fine because i would rather you know enjoy yeah. enjoy my life
1: and i mean that's obviously a very personal decision cuz to some people being the best at something is the most important thing but to other people balance is yeah the thing that they want so i mean i'm i'm all for balance yeah for sure yeah but some people just want that spot. We're getting, getting real here. Yeah. But, you know, like, and I
0: think, I think, like, you can get to the top without, like, really yeah. killing yourself to that level. Um, but it is, it's just, like, really interesting to see. And it's also not a cop-out either of, like, well, I'm not going to be the best. So, like, I don't need to make the sacrifices. Like, there's always sacrifices right. that you should make. And, like, work hard. But also, like you have to look at the bigger picture you only have one life so yeah
1: for sure and that is gonna tie into our main topic of this episode right yes lifestyle design
0: yeah so we kind of want to talk about like just how to structure your life so that you can feel like you're doing everything that you need in a day to feel healthy fulfilled vibrant working towards your goals yeah um but also not, like, I think a lot of people just, in any walk of life, the number one complaint is, like, there's not enough time. Yeah. Um, so being able to make a structure to create time, um, for the things that are important in life.
1: Yeah. And the things that are important are different to everybody, obviously. So, like, we're going to give you a list of five things that we feel are very important. And, like, I think it's a pretty good list. Yeah. You know, your list might be slightly different, but I think it's important to at least consider, like, the things that we suggest and also, like, what speaks to you more.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that, like, so the five five things that we think that you should do every day, um, some sort of meditation and gratitude, some sort of reading, mm-hmm. some sort of moving your body, exercise, play, enjoyment – Um, some form of connecting with others and having relationships and some sort of reflection or creation. And these things are, you know, it's not necessarily like you're just going through to check boxes, but they're so tied with healthy habits and living a good, positive lifestyle that, like, if you are being able to you know touch in on each one of these things each day then like in the grand scheme of things i think you'll find that as a whole your life feels yeah a little bit more secure and steady
1: right going and through probably that you feel more fulfilled and, yes and all of that yeah so, all right let's break these down so our first thing is um meditation and gratitude so this like meditation it doesn't mean you have to Sit on a pillow for hours, meditating. You know, it can be lots of things. You know, you can do it sitting, walking, um, anything that kind of brings you into the moment. Um,
0: I mean, honestly, this this practice in your day could be as simple as waking up every day and saying, "Today is going to be a good day." Yeah. Um, just some sort of focusing. Your energy's putting you in the right mindset.
1: Right. And also, like, just taking a moment to be thankful for anything, like small, large. You know, maybe when you wake up, you just list a couple things that you're thankful for or yeah. grateful for. Yeah. Or, like, right before you go to bed, you know, just reminding yourself of all the good things in your life helps balance things when life's a little rough so yeah
0: i think that's pretty and you know like i said i'm a huge fan of meditation there's a lot of research out there about meditation Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stigmas about meditation too we've talked about some of that in our earlier episodes as well um but i just i can't say enough good stuff about it and like it's it sounds simple and stupid but like if you don't have five minutes to take to yourself then like you really don't have a life like you don't to be able to like take the time just, and the commitment to focus like just setting that aside it gives you like a little bit more control over your day I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for me it's just like it really kind of centers me for the rest of the day. Yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah. reading. Um even if it's only for 5 minutes, reading provides mental stimulation it reduces stress helps your memory improve um, improve focus and concentration like there's so many good benefits to reading and I think unfortunately like a lot of people will just flip the TV on instead of pick yeah. up a book um, it just enriches your life um, I think it provides an outlet to discovering other worldviews as well yeah. um oftentimes we're in our little box living in our bubble and to be able to like have access to the stories of so many people in this world yeah um or even just like the philosophies of someone else like each book is someone's thought creation and by experiencing that you're enriching your life and definitely
1: you know and you can learn something from anything that you read yeah like even if it's You're reading something that you don't necessarily agree with or it's not maybe the thing that you would want to be reading. Like, Tyler, you're currently reading a book you don't like, but you can still take something away from it. Yeah. And it might be a completely different worldview, but, like, at least you're kind of understanding other people's thoughts and and somebody
0: wrote that so if it's making you really angry like wow there's like someone in this world that like has thoughts that make you really angry and like you just have to kind of be okay with that yeah
1: not everybody's gonna agree with you and actually it's better to read things that don't necessarily go with the way you think just to broaden your horizon so yeah and another bonus it um, helps with your vocabulary when you read, you know. Very good, yeah. <laughs> big, big words and such. Right, you learn things. So, all right. Our third thing is to move your body. So this should be pretty. I mean, self-explanatory. if you're listening
0: to this podcast, you probably like are doing some sort of moving your body, whether it's, yeah. you know, just going out and riding your horse, but, um, you know, exercise. Mm-hmm. releases endorphins right
1: right which make you happy and happy
0: people just don't kill their husbands so
1: it's a quote from legally blonde in,
0: um, in case you missed it folks
1: <laughs> anyway so get out there move around um okay so another thing is to connect with others so connecting
0: with others is like that's an innate human need. And I sound stupid as like something that you should put on your like five things that you do every day. But I know that for me personally, when I was working at a barn outside of Chester County, I was the only one on the farm. And like I yeah. did have co workers and I had clients and everything like that. But now the connections that I have in my life, like I look back and like, wow, like I really was neglecting relationships with yeah. other people. And I was very lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's really fantastic to have like a community effort. Um, so whether it's, you know, tying into the yoga class that you go to or the workout class, or, you know, just the group of girls that are in your barn or, or guys, I guess. Um, Just having some sort of connection with other people. Yep. Real family, not real family, anyone that's going to boost your mood and your happiness. Right.
1: And if for some reason, like you're in a remote location and there really aren't people around you, because I know that that is the case for some people, you know, like yeah. we are very lucky in this area that we're just surrounded by all sorts of people that do what we do. Um, but like you were saying, like it can get lonely. Then you have to figure out other ways to connect with people, even if it's just like texting friends and family, you know, um, just staying connected with other people. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Um, and then the last thing that you should do every day um, is some sort of reflection or Creation of ideas, um, mm-hmm. reflecting on the things that you've done or thinking about what you're going to do tomorrow. Um, journaling is a really great way to do this. Checking in on your goals, your purpose.
1: Yeah. Um, I know that, like, for me, at the beginning of the week, I'll kind of write down you know, three main goals that I want to get done. And sometimes I'll even do like three for personal, three for work, three for relationships, you know, and like write a couple of those. Um, and then that just kind of gives you somewhere to go throughout your week. And also like you're getting it out there. And once you put it out there, it makes you want to hopefully get it done.
0: You know, actually, so I, um, I'm i doing the Daily Stoic Journal right now, which oh, right. is a daily prompt about stoicism, which is, you know, it, it's very self-reflective and like tries to help you analyze like what's really important in your life as giving you crap for your insight timer right yeah I have written in this freaking journal every single morning and night and I think the first night I was at Jersey I forgot to do the night prompt yeah I woke up the next morning and I was like crap and I, I wrote yeah. it but those I horse see. shows
1: oh thank you <laughs> oh my gosh it's so easy to get out of like your routine and I was really proud of myself for doing yoga every morning, even though there was not a gym at our hotel. So I had to do it in the dark while Emma was sleeping <laughs> <laughs> and quietly. But I still did it. But that darn inside timer it's, got that, me on Saturday. That
0: Daily Stoic Journal, man. I was yeah. so upset. I was like, I, I've I've been so disciplined, so good. Yeah. I've written in it every – and I, I get a lot out of it. And I think that's one of um, – I don't know. I kind of laugh like – our goal setting night that we had on the yeah. first of the year, I feel like it just like changed me. And great. <laughs> so, so, you know, one of the things I've been able to do is keep this journal. And I look back at two years ago, I had like a couple different like fitness journals or like things yeah. that I wanted to do every single day. And I could never do it every single day. Right. Well, now it's like, okay, well I've meditated every single day for over a year. I w- I've been writing in this journal every single day since the 1st of the year. i read a book every single week since the 1st of the week. Yeah. I, like I don't know what yeah, it like is. Yeah, like once you get
1: into a routine, like you want to keep going. Yeah. As long as it's a good routine that you enjoy, but yeah. you know.
0: So, those are good like those are good things to just like keep you in track and if you don't have some of those practices in your life, like don't go all in at once, like maybe start Reflecting on how you're using your time and what you're doing right now mm-hmm. and incorporating, you know, okay, well, maybe I go home and I watch TV for three hours. And, yeah. you know, I, I look back to, you know, that time in my life where I was working on the farm by yeah. myself. And at one point before I started going to the gym, I would just wake up, go to work, eat, yeah, and watch Hallmark Channel
1: oh my god
0: i watched so much hallmark channel wow
1: that's intense that's pretty emotional stuff that was
0: like my favorite thing to do i just sit there and like i'd probably go eat like pizza and cheese fries for dinner so So here i am guys giving you well health and wellness (laughs) advice i have made a lot of changes so if you're listening to this and you're like oh my god like what am i doing with my life it's horrible like i was there
1: right and it takes a while like it you just have to want to incorporate them and then just be be kind of understanding of yourself you know like you can't expect to do all these things that we're saying all at once like you've got to just work it in slowly and see what fits into your schedule and you know go from there so how do you fit it in emily uh well i wake up early so i get up i would love to say i get up every morning at five o'clock but it's between like five and five ten because occasionally i just want to hit the snooze and i just i can't make myself stop but, okay <laughs> so there is some honest uh, truth
0: five, ten.
1: Five to five ten somewhere in that range i wake up and that gives me enough time. Like, I am I have to be at the barn at 7. And, I, you know, it's like a 15-minute commute. So, you know, that gives me, like, an hour and a half um, to just do some things in the morning. So I start with my meditating and then... Um, sorry, nope. I start with yoga and then meditating. And then eat a nice, healthy breakfast and then pack up my stuff and head out. So, and to me, it's really... This has been a huge change, because I used to not that long ago, probably like two years ago, you know, I would get up bare minimum before I had to get into the barn.
0: Oh, yeah. Like like
1: 15 minutes. If
0: you had to be at work at 7, like you were waking up at maybe 6.53 yeah. sometimes. Yeah,
1: sometimes that would happen. It was just bare minimum, and I like... It was just because I didn't want to get out of bed, like, I'm not naturally a morning person, I've become one, but, um, yeah, but now I think back, and I'm like, I don't know how I ever did that, because I like having the time to just get, like, settled into my day, and now, looking back, I'm like, that was so chaotic, because I was always rushing in the morning, and that's not a great way to start your day, like, hurried, and, oh my gosh, I have to get to the barn and eat breakfast, and blah, 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 so, To me, giving myself enough time before I have to be to work is really beneficial.
0: So for me, I wake up at four thirty one (laughs) every morning. Because and I'm sure
1: it's every morning too. Who would wake up? Tyler's not a snooze addict. At
0: four thirty, wake up at four thirty one. I write in my daily stoic journal. Boom, there's my reflection. Yeah, check the box. i go to the gym and i move my body and i connect with my crossfit friends so Mm -hmm. there we go i've got three boxes down yeah i come home and i meditate before i change four Mm -hmm. boxes and i usually sit and read for five minutes at least bare minimum while i eat my breakfast
1: so you've got your five things done before most people are out of bed.
0: Before most, and and then we usually carpool um, our little fifteen-minute commute because all the girls live in the yeah. same house. And like, I either talk to them, or yeah, if so they're not in the more mood to talk, with others. then I read and I I check off. I like to have everything done because I like to me now. No matter what else happens with the rest of my day. I have done everything I need to do to feel like I had a productive day today. Yeah,
1: and I think that's really important. Like, you've got to do your priorities first. Yeah. Because, like, life happens, things come up, and if you've got those done, you're, like, more relaxed about if things come up. Right. So,
0: like, I love to go to CrossFit in the morning, and with this jujitsu that I've started, like... It's great. I love it. I'm enjoying it a lot. The classes are at 7 o'clock at night, so like usually I can make it after work, but if I can't, it's not like I haven't already worked out in the morning. Right. So it's not a big deal. It's like, okay, I like this, but also horses come first, and I know that sometimes the horses are going to push me past the time. Right. And if I had saved my CrossFit for the evening, then I'm going to be all anxious and frantic as things are happening that aren't to my liking and and... and then i'm like oh well i really wanted to work out today well you know life happened and you're not going to get there right if you get it done before yeah it you're just you're golden
1: It's like makes for smooth sailing the yeah. rest of the day
0: now not everyone is a morning person and i respect that like there's it, there's some studies that say it's in your genetic coding if you're right. like a morning person Early or a night bird, night person night like yeah. i maybe six times a year can stay up past midnight. Like
1: It has to be a special occasion. Yeah.
0: Like, and I, I need to know ahead of time that I'm going to so be staying up. It, yeah. Like, I just mentally, it's not for people. Are like, I don't know how you have energy at five o'clock in the morning. like, I literally don't know how anyone has energy past 10 o'clock right. at night. And if I can mentally prepare myself to get in that state, then it's fine. But If not, like, I actually fell asleep at a rock concert.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You would. You would. Yeah. And also, like, um, as you get older, you're, like, you become more of a morning person. So even if you're a night owl, there's something in, like, the aging process that kind of shifts where you want to, like, you just kind of go towards being more of an early bird yeah so that's probably why i can now do it as i age old (laughs) emily's getting old i'm getting old
0: as her birthday's (laughs) coming up
1: um so but yeah so if you aren't an early morning person now it might happen
0: at a later date. Well, and if you are interested in trying to have some more time in the morning, I would say don't go whole hog and, like, set your alarm clock for 4.30. Just start by shaving five minutes off, like, every day. Like, you know, wake up five minutes earlier every day and, like, slowly, like, see what you have time for. Don't kill your body by trying to change it all at once.
1: I will say, though, once you do get to, like, your target time keep it keep it
0: keep it yeah. yeah
1: like you can't be like well today i'm gonna get up at five and tomorrow i'm gonna get up at six and then maybe i'll get up at 5 30 like you've got to keep a time like it's so much easier to get up on time if it's always the same time
0: well and one of the things that i love about like waking up at 4 30 in the morning every day so like when we were at jersey
1: yeah
0: horse shows for some reason still take a lot out of me like yeah. i i've become like really like physically fit and mentally like aware
1: horse show hangover it is a
0: thing it's like horse shows are rough on the yeah. mind and the body and for me on sunday of jersey i slept in until six o'clock i was like oh yeah like sleeping until yeah. six in the morning so when you're waking up at 4 30 on a regular basis a, when you have the horse show when you're going to wake up at 4.30, it's no big deal. And B, when you have a horse show that you don't have to be there until 7, give yourself the extra hour of sleep, and then it's yeah. like, wow, like I slept in today.
1: Right. And so,
0: like I slept in on Sunday of Jersey. Then when it was my day off the next day, I woke up at 4.30 so that I could go to jiu-jitsu and CrossFit in the yeah. morning.
1: Yeah. So, we're not saying, obviously, never sleep in. Because, like, I one day a week, I'll try to sleep in, just as you...
0: I sleep 11. in until 6 o'clock, yeah, yes, on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, that's mine, weekend. too. Like,
1: mine's, like, 6.37.
0: But even, too, like, um, like yeah. if we don't have a horse show, I, I do 4.30 during the weekend. Like, yeah. try to do 5.30 or 6 on the weekend.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, and, um, you know, doing this stuff shouldn't be a chore. So, if waking up early is really not your style, maybe you can fit things in. You know, you can find a way to fit things in on a lunch break or after work but I think just the key is coming up with a routine that works for you
0: yeah and I think a lot to like tie it into how you're talking to yourself about it if you say like I have to wake up early then like you're never gonna want to do it because like nobody wants to do things that they have to do right you get to wake up early so that you can do all the things that you want to do in your life and right um Anything. I, I love to frame the you know, what you have to do versus what you get to do and even by simply saying like I get to do this it makes it a little bit more yeah. enjoyable.
1: Yeah, that's that's really good advice right there. Um so I guess priorities, kind of understanding what your priorities yeah are is a big part of creating a routine. Um and for most of you guys listening like horses are probably going to be a pretty big priority right um and i'm sure most people that are adults listening have a job so that's also a priority um but that doesn't mean you have to cut everything else out like if your horses and your job are a priority like you still need to find time for other things um Kelly,
0: you want to help me out on this Yeah, time? no. So, like, <laughs> basically, you know, you have to reflect. Like, if, if you're getting really busy and it's work-related, like, yeah, your work is really important, so you shouldn't be feeling all pressured of, like, oh, like, I'm just going to flake out so that I can go do, you know, my evening workout class right now. Like, for me personally mm-hmm. i have things that i want to do i want to go to crossfit almost every single day that's why i do it in the morning it's a priority for me so i put that first so that i know that i get it done now there are other things that i do of reading But I don't want to neglect all my relationships. So if there's a day that I end up working two hours later than I was expecting to, and I have a dinner plan with my friends, and I'm not going to be able to fit in a half an hour of reading before I go to dinner with my friends, then I'm going to push that reading off. Yeah. Because...
1: Because you have to, you you know, you have to figure out what's the most important thing. Right.
0: And like... and i do think that relationships are very important yeah um and like you know i'm not like emma i don't have a husband or anything like that call
1: me emma
0: no i said emily
1: (laughs) did i call you emma i think so okay it's okay we'll we'll go back in the recording i like emma
0: we love emma Ford. (laughs) world-class grooming for horses read the book
1: yeah
0: (laughs) um but Um, yeah
1: yeah yeah So, it's all about that. And also, like, notice how you're using your time because a lot of people are like, well, I just don't have time for all of my priorities. Well, I bet if you really think about how you're using your time and maybe even track your time for a day and, like, you might find that you're spending 50 minutes scrolling through social media. You know, it might be five minutes here, five minutes there, but, like, say you didn't do that. You'd have 50 minutes to do something else, you know, and not that scrolling through social media is bad if that's a priority for you, but like, you know, if it's not a high priority and you're missing out on all your other priorities, you may need to reevaluate how you're using your time.
0: Yeah, there's a really good app, Um, I'm not sure if the Android phones have it yet, but the iPhone will tell you your weekly weekly average screen time. Oh, really? And it will actually break down, like, what apps you're using it for, too. So, like, if That's you pull up your phone and it says that you're spending three hours on Facebook every day, like, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a call. Yeah. I'll be your consultant and life coach. Um, but, like, there's a really good um, breakdown... Um, That I saw one time that was like you know like you're working x hours a week and commuting this x hours a week and basically like they break down everything that you do and it would be different for a horse person because obviously like you're probably going to be working more than 40 hours a week but probably maybe take out some of the commute time because most horse people live quite close to where they work. But anyways, with the equations, like, sleeping, eating, doing everything, they say there's a whole other 40 hours in your week. Like, what are you doing with your second work week? Right. Um. And, I mean, I personally feel even when I'm working long hours with the horses, I I have time to fit in my extra work week and my yeah. extra projects. And, um, yeah. you know, if you, you want...
1: just have to use your time wisely, people.
0: Yeah. If you want to get some sort of education like you just have to make it your priority yeah to do it
1: okay so another thing um just to help with your daily routine is to plan ahead so um we can kind of tie this back into nutrition which we talked about last month um you know having your pantry stocked or preparing your lunch for the next day um That's really helpful in making your routine kind of go smoother. Right. Right. And creating more time. Like if you make your lunch the night before, you're going to have a little more time in the morning to read or whatever you want to do. Well,
0: that's like eating healthy is one of my priorities. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people say that they don't have time to eat healthy, but if you make the time on your day off to like get really prepped at the grocery store or like have a really clear idea of what kind of meals you're going to eat through the week then like you're set it's it's without a thought like I I finished work a little later than I would have liked to today but I still wanted to eat a healthy dinner and I kind of I had stuff within my reach to have something prepared within 15 minutes and then I immediately had my containers out and I was putting leftovers in and my lunch is already packed for right. tomorrow. You just have to, like, be really disciplined about it. And, like, if you want it badly enough, like, you will get it. And yeah. I think, like, if you're not being successful, then you need to kind of break down your motivation and, and reflecting with yourself of, like, is this something that I really want?
1: Right. Because... And if it's not... Just notice that yeah. and then use your time a different way.
0: Yeah, you know? but I think, like, a really good thought is that, like, you can have anything you want. You just can't have everything you want. Yeah. So focus on what you want and move towards it and, and line it up in your life and, and just be really, really disciplined.
1: Yeah. Discipline and action. Yes. Words of the year. Um, and then... Another thing is mindful placement.
0: Yes. So there's like a few studies that say like, you know, you're more likely to go for a run if you have your running shoes sitting out waiting for you. Like if you said you're going to go for a run and you put your outfit out, you're probably more likely to go for the run. Just like, oh my God, you're so much more likely to eat the cookie that's right in front of you than if it's not anywhere in sight.
1: Yeah. Or like for me, um, I'll have my yoga mat like laid out so in the morning i can just get up and go um and also you see it and so you're like well i better do yoga yeah (laughs) it's out it's out yeah um another thing i think you had suggested this is leaving your journal right next to your bed yep
0: yeah yeah so i that's i keep my daily stoic Journal next to my bed. I think that's probably why I missed that jersey. It was in my backpack still. Uh, See? It was not
1: being mindfully placed. That placement
0: will get you every time.
1: Yeah, so I think that is good. Um,
0: I think you just have to think about it. Like, lifestyle design comes to, like, really being clear about what you want out of your day yeah because if you go if you wake up and you're not really sure what you're going to eat or what you're going to do then like you kind of just let life happen to you
1: and you're actually wasting a lot of time thinking about all these things
0: right whereas if if you have a plan like at least you're going in a direction that like you feel like you have some sort of control
1: over yeah definitely well, that's good stuff. I um I think we've kind of covered all of that. Let's oh, yeah. move on to our listener question. We actually have two, but the first one is from Amy, and she asks, as an amateur trying to find time to fit riding in before or after work, what routines should I get into?
0: Okay, that is a really good question. Um I think that No matter what you do, like it comes down to picking a time that you can consistently go to the barn to. So either picking the morning or the evening, uh, because I think switching back and forth will make it harder because life gets in the way. You don't have a plan again, like having a plan ahead of time is the number one thing. And I think, too, I see a lot like with some of my adult amateur friends, like you're working really like grueling jobs so that you can afford your horses and then the job kind of gets in the way of enjoying the horse so you just have to kind of be a little bit stubborn about it and put your foot down and say no this is my hour or this is my hour and a half every day that I'm going to focus on my horse yeah um so if you don't have to be into work until nine, like, great, you have tons of time in the morning to ride your horse. I know you have to shower and do everything, but, like, you know, prepare the night ahead. Have your meals ready. Have your, you know, makeup lined up and your dress clothes for the day.
1: just make it as easy as you can. to Just...
0: But it shouldn't be a chore. Right. Um, And you should be able to, like, really focus on it and and put your phone down and not...
1: And, think about it you know it doesn't pay to be stressed about riding because if you're an amateur it should be about enjoyment and fun and so if you're stressing about all of this stuff then like what's what's the point like it can be stressful to figure out how to get it all done but like once you figure it out and you commit to it and that's just what it is like that you know you create a habit like you always go to the barn at 7 a.m or whatever the time is. You know, it's just um, having that routine then allows you to just hopefully enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, and then we have a second question from Tanya, and she asks, As a full-time rider without help, how do you manage time to get everything done? Well, um, not having help is definitely... Challenging and like I know when I started I didn't have a lot of help either, but um, It is you can make everything happen, um, but you again you just have to plan ahead and have a routine Um, For me, I really like to Know when I'm gonna ride and when I'm gonna teach and try to keep Those kind of separate like I'll I personally like to ride in the morning and get all my horses done and then teach in the afternoon um, and I think it's more efficient than switching back and forth. So getting all the riding done, you know, and then moving on and being able to fully focus on teaching instead of like, okay, I'm going to teach this lesson and then I have to ride this horse. And then, you know, I have to, whatever, like you've just got to, to me it's easier to separate.
0: Yeah. And then I think like too, it is, it is a good point that it is very difficult to, to do anything alone. Like in, in, any walk of life um and so whether it's a matter of not having anyone or not being able to afford anyone like even if you're just finding someone in your barn that would be willing to take a horse for a hack for you or a jog like I'm sure that's something that someone would really appreciate and it would take a little bit of a load off of your shoulders as well
1: yeah definitely delegating tasks when you can is is good
0: throw a Um, cobwebbing party exactly have some beer you can
1: make everything happen if you add the word party and then provide some sort of like refreshment yeah (laughs) it just we used to have those all the time growing up jump painting parties you know yeah Um, yep anyway um yeah and then just one other thing we've touched on this again but just to reiterate the point You want to do your priorities first thing, again, so that when life gets in the way, you at least got the important stuff done. I think this is really important. This is why I like to ride first, especially if it's, like, competition season, and try to do the top horses first again. So, like, if something happens and I can't ride the others, I can say, oh, all right, well, I guess this horse is going to jog with somebody else today and, like, be okay with that because I got at least the top priorities checked
0: off. I think it ties into mindfulness too of just like yeah. do everything one at a time. Like, you know, if you're riding a horse, like ride that horse and don't be thinking about the all of the other stuff that you have right. to do because by cluttering your mind with the thoughts of everything that you have yet to do, you're taking yourself out of the present moment and you're not going to do everything as effectively in the moment. Yeah. Um, so if you can kind of get a general idea of how long everything's going to take and know that everything is going to get done, like have that confidence of like, you know what, It life might throw us some curveballs, but like I know I can get this all done and then just do each thing really well one at a time. Like I yeah. think when you structure your life that way, you end up achieving the day more successfully than if you're just kind of like oh my
1: god I have so much stuff to do yes because we know some people like that Yep. talk about how busy they are but don't actually do it so <laughs> but that's that's another topic. that's another story that's another book <laughs> yeah. I'm writing um all right so moving on actionable advice for the month
0: write down your priorities um I think it's good to have it in writing like what are what are your priorities because a lot of the times like that's the problem is people don't know what's most important right so write them down
1: stick Mm -hmm. to them exactly and then you know if you have a long list you should order them like number them in order of importance I think and then make a schedule that allows you to at least get your top three priorities done every day.
0: Yep. You know? And once you start going, like, start to keep track of your streak because it's fun to keep the streaks. And that's a little bit yeah. of a motivator along the way, too. So, like, that's something that you can do is to keep a streak along with, like, the things that are important to yeah. you.
1: definitely. So, all right. Well, what's next, Tyler? Um, some more clinics? Yeah, right?
0: yeah. So June 17th is my next clinic at Rolling Hills Ranch. I'm going to be talking more about sports psychology as it relates to riding. And like I said, I had the first one last night. It went super duper well and um, really exciting, really fun. So if you're anywhere in the Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware area, yeah, that's definitely worth coming out to. So you can look up Rolling Hills Ranch on Facebook or reach out to me. Um, either through the whole equestrian page or, or my personal, um, just find me, Tyler Held, and we'll get you all hooked up.
1: Great. And then I have some clinics coming up um, June 15th and 16th in Wisconsin. And then I am working on setting one up in um, Maine, kind of towards later in the summer. And then uh, I did a clinic in Maryland in April and they're gonna have me back in August and I'm hoping to do a little collaboration with Tyler on that clinic and kind of start to do a the whole equestrian type themed clinic.
0: Oh yeah, have some, we're gonna working. do some sports psychology yeah. and Emily's gonna handle the riding side of it. Yeah. so and if anyone's interested in any of those topics, we are kind of available in our very busy schedules to
1: we can we can make that a priority if anybody (laughs) is interested so
0: anyways um next month our subject of the show is going to be cross train your life so we're going to talk about fitness um and cross training but also mental cross training too yeah i think just kind of the whole picture
1: yep the whole equestrian does cross train your life yes (laughs)
0: that was super cheesy
1: it was it really was
0: (laughs) okay so anyways we hope that you were able to gain some insight on how to design your life to help you do the things that matter most to you and to fit in your love for horses and for everything
1: else yeah so um as always we appreciate your feedback and we'd love it if you could subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review and like we said before, you can find us um, on Facebook and Instagram and
0: at the whole equestrian.
1: Yep. So, thanks for listening. Oh wait, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Tyler just cannot figure out this closing. It's <laughs> okay. Take 2. <laughs> you say thanks for listening. <laughs> okay. Thanks for
0: We're here bridging the gap between riding and wellness.
1: And in the meantime, enjoy the ride.
0: (laughs) Gonna test the microphone. Test,
1: test, test. Emily (laughs) Hamill
0: and Tyler Held in the hizzy. In his house. His house.